for listening to FYI Stillwater, where you will hear information about your local government you didn't know you need to know straight from the source. Be sure to check out other news and information from the city of Stillwater at stillwater.org or find us on Facebook and Twitter. Hi, I'm your host, Sherry Fletcher, Director of Marketing and Public Relations. Today is January 11th, 2019, and my co-host is Megan Kazak, the Communications Coordinator for the City of Stillwater. So how are you doing, Megan? I am doing fantastic. I feel like with the new year that's run, that's just happened, we're having all this momentum and all these things are building up with all of our engagement opportunities. We do have a lot rolling out, don't we? Yeah, we were just at um, the uh, Meet Your Legislators event at the Stillwater Public Library. Yes, that was exciting. And we launched our pop-up city hall. It was cute. Yes. I'm just going to say, it's, it is really cute. There's a picture of it on Facebook. The umbrella was kind of a big hit, and I think I saw a few people, too, that kind of just, like, wanted to, like, hang out under the umbrella and like you know just have some shade and i think inside, of, the, <laughs> inside the lobby, lobby of the library but we I think, are striking on all corners i of think this. it really made a cute little impression mm -hmm. and um not only that but we had a lot of people who they saw that we were they saw the big sign that said like vote and we were right. promoting flash vote yes and so a lot of people obviously were there because they're engaged with their um their local leaders and their local elected a lot officials of from the county yeah, all over the county came, and they they were just like, "What is this?" At first, I thought maybe they were registering to vote, which right. would have been great too. Um, but like we told them about flash vote, and we had so many people who wanted to sign up, who wanted to learn a little bit more. So it's this new surveying uh, tool, another engagement tool that we're rolling out along with FYI Stillwater the podcast. Yes, so. so that was great. And then of course we kind of told people a little bit about balancing act and taxpayer receipt and just where they could find all this 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 information and how to sign up so it's been good it's, it's been a good day exciting mm -hmm. so what are we talking about today on fyi stillwater today we are going to discuss all the cbd and medical marijuana dispensaries that you've been seeing around town our guest is paula dennison the development services director at the city and we've invited Paula so she can explain the zoning laws that are associated with these dispensaries. But first, let's start with some fast facts about medical marijuana and the CBD dispensaries in Oklahoma. So this is what we know. State Question 788 went into effect July 26, 2018, after the state's medical marijuana program was approved by voters. And the following things that we're going to talk about um, are in the Tulsa World in a recent article. So you can't get a prescription for marijuana. Marijuana is listed as a Schedule One controlled substance in federal law. And this means doctors and patients cannot discuss dosages, strains, or specific cannabis products for treating a specific ailment. Doctors instead fill out a form indicating they have discussed the risks of marijuana use with the patient and feel the benefits are worth the treatment. So, so they get a card, not actually a prescription. Yes. So, okay. Clarify that. Um, you can't buy marijuana from anywhere besides a licensed dispensary. You can't transport marijuana across state lines. You can't smoke marijuana in most public places or in front of minors. Um, so with the significant changes to Oklahoma law, local government has to change too. 
So thanks, uh, Megan. There's a lot of information to take in, and there's it's just really a lot of uh, changes that Oklahomans are going to have to go through, and we're all kind of learning about this at the same time, so we are in no way uh, legal experts on it. Uh, so, so you know, we're all going to continue to figure out how to get down this road together. So uh, today we have Paula Dennison. Uh, we're going to welcome her to FYI Stillwater, and um, so... Um, let's start with some, a lightning round, and we're going to ask Paula some random but very revealing questions. Are you ready, Paula? I'm ready. All yeah. right. Okay, Paula. Do you collect anything? Yes. What do you collect? I collect owls. <gasps> Me too. Oh, we're twins. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so tell me all about like why why owls first off. Well, a couple of reasons. I'm a Kamega. Okay. And our mascot is an owl. Mm-hmm. So, um but I've always loved them primarily because they're wise, they're mysterious, and there's a lot of nobody can just pinpoint exactly what they are. You can't really I classify them anywhere. This is like a mirror image of Paula. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's like you're, you collect yourself. <laughs> Those are all adjectives Perfect. I would have applied to you. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. Yeah. But yes, that's why. Oh, and today I have on my hot pink <gasps> owl socks. Oh, my She gosh. is not kidding. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that was adorable. So every time the mayor wears his wild-looking socks, you know, at a council meeting or mm-hmm. I see him out about town or anything, I have to comment on his because when he sees mine, my hot pink owl socks, then mm-hmm. he has to comment too. So I tell him I'm trying to be very mayorly. Mayorly with your <laughs> With my funky socks. There you awesome. go. Awesome. Well, I have some owl socks, so when I wear them next time, I'll let you know. Yeah, please do. Awesome. Um, let's see here. Um, what vegetable did you hate as a kid, but you will eat now? Green beans. Really? Yes. Hated them, hated them, hated them. Grew up. Well, okay, you know, I've always heard your taste changes after mm-hmm. about five or seven yeah. years, so I thought, uh, okay, well, mm-hmm. let's just try it again. My grandmother made the best, and I had so many years of not experiencing them because just, I just knew I hated them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so what did you hate about it? I, it's funny because I was reading an article by, I don't know, someone, and they were talking about how much they despised the squeak when they ate a green bean because they kind of um, squeak yeah. uh-huh. and they yeah. hated the squeak. <laughs> and I'm like, I've never hated a food because it squeaked. Well, um, and I'm from the South. Yeah. So she put lard oh, yeah. in Bacon, her green beans. Ham hocks. And they would cool. And then all of a sudden you have this inch and a half layer of mm-hmm. white looking fat on yeah. top of them. So that always sort of grossed yeah. me out you know so I think it was more of a mental thing than an yeah. actual taste or sound or See, my texture put the ham hocks and onions in it and the onions after they were canned for a while the, the, the onions bothered me the green beans didn't yeah so yeah um, anyway that's funny mm-hmm. green beans are the topic of the day well but you know the fried green beans that they do now uh-huh I love those things. See, that happened to me with Brussels sprouts. I thought that was the most awful vegetable ever until I had a roasted one. And I was like, well, I have not been eating these all my life. Mm-hmm. So, so was, do you roast them at home now? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yeah. do, too. Yeah, I love roasted <laughs> But I cannot eat them steamed or boiled. Or no. That's Grilled a, with uh, squash and yeah, all that. Mm, no, no. Forget it. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, vegetables are having their heyday now. Yeah. Uh, yay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, um, should we just carry yeah. forward? Yeah, let's go ahead. Uh, okay, so uh, Paul, we invited you to FY Stillwater uh, mainly because we've been seeing a lot of these CBD uh, dispensaries. I guess that is a uh, cannabidiol is uh, the word for it. So no wonder they call it CBD. Um, so the thing I guess with that is that those products that they sell in, in those particular dispensaries uh, don't have that psychoadditive. THC. So the thought is that, that that you don't get a high off of them. Correct. Um, so we know that uh, there's been quite a few in town. You can kind of start seeing the signs and stuff coming up. But the I think the thing that kind of um, kind of interests me is that it's always on council. And so I'm um, so what we'd like for you to explain to us is just how did we get to here and and what's next you know from a zoning uh or business what what does the city allow and what it doesn't allow okay perfect be glad to all right so let's start with cbd um those are unregulated by the medical marijuana laws that were passed that megan alluded to earlier so the difference between cbd and medical marijuana is just as you said the cbd is not supposed to have the THC in it. But they're unregulated, untested, and yes. all that. Yes, they are. Um, the question about THC in them, it's all in the processing, how mm. that CBD is processed. If it is processed in a place that also processes marijuana, there may be some THC that ends up in it. So always ask mm -hmm. how it's processed for anybody out there that um, is going and visiting the CBD stores. So then we switch to medical marijuana. Medical marijuana, again, as uh, a class one, a offense um, drug, um, since the voters passed it, then the law gives each local jurisdiction that has zoning authority the right to regulate under the zoning. There's a catch. We cannot regulate any differently than we would any other similar or like use. One of the things that the City of Stillwater has done, we have in every one of our zoning districts and classifications, we have identified the uses that are allowed by right, which means mm -hmm. you don't have to have any special permission and we've also identified the uses that are allowed with a specific use permit, which means they're not exactly the same mm -hmm. as the other uses that are allowed by right. They're close, but there may need to be some additional conditions, hours of operation, in medical marijuana case, distance from schools. Um, you know, we have some location of the lights and how, how mm -hmm. they are, how tall the fencing is, depending on what that use is, and that's why you go through that specific use permit process. So, uh, so council, so if, if the uh, dispensary was going in an area that was, that it is allowed, it would not come in front of council? It does have to. Every, okay. every medical marijuana facility, whether it's a dispensary, a grow facility, or a production facility, if it's locating inside the city limits of Stillwater, has to have a spe specific use permit approved through the Planning Commission and City Council before they can open their doors. So that means that there has to be a, a, a posting, uh, an announcement, and the neighbors have time to know that it's going in. And so if you were, if you 
were against having one of these in your your area what what do you what's the process for that you will receive notice if you're within a certain distance state mm-hmm. law requires 300 feet from the subject property you'll receive notice through the mail from the city of Stillwater so if you get something with the city of Stillwater envelope don't just throw it away at least open it up and take mm-hmm. a look at what what we're sending you um, and that will tell you when the Planning Commission hearing and the City Council hearing, the dates, times, and places of those. You're welcome to attend, voice your mm-hmm. concerns. Uh, you can send in an email to um, the Development Services Department with your concerns mm-hmm. if you do not feel comfortable enough coming and attending in the meetings that are televised. Mm-hmm. So there's there's opportunities. You can even call in, mm-hmm. and we'll be happy to you know take your information and pass it along. So what type of concerns would people have? I'm kind of guessing maybe they're concerned about maybe the smell of marijuana coming from the building. And um, I guess another thing that you know I was trying to think of would be, so this is a cash business. Yes. So, you know, uh, is there an in, I guess we don't know until the process plays out a little bit more, but, you know, maybe there's, uh, you know, you're worried about building, you know, stores having all this cash in the building. Or even the people who are coming to the store having a lot of cash cash in their pockets. Yeah. So, um, so those, those are, those are some concerns that other communities in other states have voiced is um, the location of lots of amounts of cash mm-hmm. at one spot, and the folks come in, you know, in and out and having cash on them, not credit cards, not right. checks. Uh, so it is solely a cash-only business. Traffic is another concern that we have heard, and other communities have dealt with because. Something like this, brand new to Oklahoma, we already have the one dispensary right now that is open in Stillwater. They're already looking to have to expand their parking lot oh, wow. because they have so much business. Wow. You, uh, so, um, so whenever you talk about its effect, it could have a, a, a real effect on the, on the neighborhood or the district that they're in. Yes, it could. The, the um, city, any jurisdiction is pretty hand-tied from the state law um, because the only restriction we are allowed to put outright on the the facility is the distance from a school, and that is a thousand feet. But not churches or... Not church, unlike alcohol law. Right, yeah. Um, It's not like alcohol law at all. Medical mm-hmm. marijuana is only the distance from a school, doesn't matter if it's public or private, but a school. But a school. Alcohol is schools, church, uh, playgrounds, daycares, you know, those type mm-hmm. of, of uses and facilities and activities, but not medical marijuana. Uh, you mentioned earlier about uh, growers and processors. Yes. What type of permitting, or is that a, or is it the same type of thing? It is the same type. Uh, so the grower, and we have had phone calls from mm-hmm. folks who are interested in, can I grow marijuana in the city limits? Yes, you can, with the city council approving a specific use permit. Same thing for the processors. Okay. And we even have an opportunity, little sidebar, um, for in the industrial districts, we allow the growing and producing to occur in the same building on the same property. Things that, you know, we really hadn't thought about before this law 
past. It's not something that that we were actively researching and, and anticipating. So, uh, so did you? Um, so, like with the other states already, uh, you know, Colorado's already been. Did we learn anything from them and do things differently, or is this um, this kind of practical? We what we think. Uh, one of the things that um, is intriguing about Oklahoma, me not being from here, mm-hmm. is that um, Oklahoma is very much a we're going to pass the laws that we think apply to us. Sure, we'll look around mm-hmm. to other states and see yeah. what they've done or even jurisdictions in, in our regard. Um, but if we don't like what somebody else has done, we're just going to do it our way right. kind of thing. Not surprising to me being from Oklahoma. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think you and I have had conversations yeah. mm-hmm. like this before. Yeah. Um, so even though we looked at mm-hmm. other states and other cities and how they did, the state law is what regulates what cities and counties can do and how we can um, allow, you know, mm-hmm. under certain conditions any of the facilities to come into our jurisdiction. So all of our research from other cities and mm-hmm. states really didn't matter. It's just what Oklahoma said. Exactly. The law set by Oklahoma. Yes. And it's Oklahoma's oh. law is very different from mm-hmm. the laws of other states. Really. Not like that again. Not 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 terribly surprising. Uh, so listen that you did have a, um, a mer- medical marijuana a dispensary in a business district or a neighborhood uh, where with the special use permit and the residents after a time said this is not working can they repeal it or or uh, ask for it to be repealed how does that uh, it would have to be a state initiative again oh so not yeah, not, not local right we cannot refuse medical marijuana facilities in our jurisdiction within our corporate limits. Mm -hmm. We can regulate which zoning districts they go in. Which you've already addressed. We have already addressed that. They are not allowed in Mm -hmm. any residential zoning district Mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. They're allowed in some of the commercial zoning districts, uh, the industrial and agriculture, of course, Mm -hmm. for the grow part. And they're also allowed in our our two transects in the form-based code area. Ah, Okay. Here again, have to go through the public process mm-hmm. and get that special permission to be approved. Well, again, that's a lot to think about. Is there something we didn't ask you that you would like to share or expand you know, upon? Uh, um, we currently have had mm-hmm. seven applications for dispensaries. We have not had any applications for a grow facility or a processing facility yet, although mm-hmm. they're calling and asking questions. Right. We have one dispensary that's open. And there's another one that we anticipate will be open next week. Wow. Okay. A lot, lot to take in there. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. I think there's a lot of people that drive by and they see them, but they don't and, know and the, the one, full story. Right. One of the things I would say is don't confuse a CBD uh, retail store with a medical marijuana dispensary. They're not the same thing. Yeah. But now, but they were not allowed in Oklahoma before the law change, or were they? CBD? Uh-huh. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Because cause they're just now, because we're just now really seeing them mm-hmm. in uh, Stillwater. Yeah. 
I don't I don't know that. Okay. We'll look that up for next week. Yeah. 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 Good follow up for you, Megan. Yeah. Research time. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Paula. This really explained uh, why we're seeing uh, the dispensaries in the places we're seeing them, why it's on council, and why they're discussing it almost every week. It seems almost like. every week. Yeah. yeah. February 4th, stay tuned to city council meeting because there's more coming. There's more All coming. Right. Yeah. And thank you for having me. I appreciate you it. Thank uh, you. Uh, so anyway, so thanks again to Paula for joining us on FYI Stillwater. Uh, we're going to now go to the mailbox. Uh, so the city receives questions in a lot of different ways, including email, social media, even phone calls. So uh, probably the uh, question that we received um, several uh, questions about, or the topic we received several questions about, was how many pets am I allowed to have on a residential property? Uh, Megan? Yeah, we actually uh, received this a couple of weeks ago, and so we were looking through the code and, and whatnot. Um, you're, uh, you are allowed to have up to um, three dogs in a residential property. Um, having a four or more is considered a kennel, um, So, uh, and those are allowed in the commercial general light industrial and agriculture districts. So, that's some so what if you have four dogs and somebody starts complaining? Yeah, um, so um, if... If, if animal welfare does come and, and sees that, they do give you an opportunity to rehome extra dogs and, and whatnot. Um, but um, if you have, um, one thing that's interesting is that you actually, there's not a limitation on cats. So um, that, if you have more than three, you're okay. So how many cats do you have, Megan? I only have one. What's the aspiration? Honestly, one because <laughs> this cat is she she won't allow it. Yeah. Um. But no, yeah. <laughs> no no uh, worries of you becoming no a cat lady. Concerns there. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So what about leash law? There is a leash law in Stillwater for um for dogs. So um you do need to have um your dogs under restraint by a fence chain or a handheld le leash both on and off your property. And that includes um, our city parks. Um, and that includes if you're having your dog in like your pickup truck, the bed of your pickup mm -hmm. truck. Um, there's not, again, a law for cats, but you are responsible for your pet's actions. Um, so that's always something important um, to let you know. And then um, they do ask that you, um, th the city also requires your dog um, and cat to be current on its rabies vaccinations. And mm -hmm. the vet will give that you a tag uh, with that information about it, and it's important that you uh, have them rolled out. You mentioned uh, a kennel permit. Where do you get yeah. a kennel permit? Um, that is through, um, so what you'll do is you will reach out to, um, it's actually something you have to renew annually with the city clerk's office by February 1st, so you still have a little bit of time. Um, so what you do is you fill out a, um, a request form, and so Animal Welfare will send someone to the to the kennel or the grooming parlor or whatnot and then if you know they will fill out another form for you to bring to the city clerk's office at city hall and that's where you'll um fill it in and pay your 50 dollars annual fee with the city clerk okay so it is an annual permit it is okay. yes all right our second question is um 
how do I report a power outage? I guess there were some power outages uh, a week or so ago. And if I and where would I find information on the power outage if there is one? Yeah, um, a lot of people, um, when we have a power outage, they, they just start tweeting us and they send us Facebook messages. But we actually have an online map that our electric utility team updates. And so it's at stillwater.org. Um, and if you go and you see um, on the front page, we have a road closings and water and electric outages and there is a link to a map where they will show you how many people um, that they anticipate in the area what the, the scope of the area of the outage is they can post little messages telling you like our crews are sent out to respond so you can get to updates this incident. on it yeah. as the event goes on and if if you fill out your information with your account number and the phone number that's associated with your account and things like that, they can offer you a call back when the power should be restored. Um, but you can kind of track that and refresh it to watch. And that also, it really is helpful for them if you actually fill out that map with your information because that helps us then pinpoint, you know, Where the, the outage, scope of the yeah, outage. And what's going on mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. So. So posting on Facebook and Twitter is not recommended. No, because that's not monitored 24-7. And in the in the middle of a, a big outage like that, especially a big one, that's not something that, you know, that's going to be forwarded on. Right. Um, the, the map is really the best way for to get your information or to you us. can call the, and there's uh, also the hour. yes yeah. yes the 24-hour um, utility assistance phone number um, all that is on our webpage at stillwater.org again under the trending and the top request um, but if you hover over online services there are links to all that we also have a, a, a map that's updated weekly for um, scheduled road and lane closures and we have a water interruptions map too so we have a scheduled water outage for um, water resource projects throughout the town you can actually track to see oh they're anticipating there might be a water outage on one of these days and stuff like construction tie-in yeah that sort of thing. and you should be getting notices if it's in your area too but it's another mm -hmm. way that we can um, reach out to you and keep you keep you um in the loop all right um covered a lot of information today and uh again all the information is on stillwater.org well thank you for listening to fy stillwater thank you paula dennison for joining us and megan if you have questions for city hall email news at stillwater.org and the next podcast we'll answer a few of them fyi stillwater is available on our website at stillwater.org and on apple podcast and iHeartRadio. radio